0: All right, here we go with the news for April 16th, 2020. And you guessed it, more bad news, more about the virus and what's going on. So, I don't know, what can I say? Hopefully things will get better. It's going to be a while, but we will get through this. We will survive. We will get through this. All right, let's get on with the show. (laughs) Expand your mind on the open road with kingfish right here. All right, here we go. Trucking industry leaders named to White House Economic Revival Group. Basically, what this is is it's a revival group to come back into business from the COVID. All right, and here's the people that the truck from the trucking industry that got named. I don't think any of them are going to surprise you, Fred F- Fred Smith from FedEx, David Abney from UPS, John Roberts the Third from JB Hunt, and Daryl Hawkins from YRC. So you got basically FedEx, UPS, and YRC, which are all, you know, LTL companies, and then you got their. Well, I guess I don't know. UPS is more packet. I don't know what you call it. I guess it's more LTL than. It's not truckload that's for sure and then you got john roberts from the truckload industry so it should be interesting i don't know if i'd want jb hunt representing me from the truckload industry but hey it is what it is so more panels more discussions and more happy talk to get us back on the road all right let's get moving on trying to find things that aren't covid related everything's covid related it's kind of depressing actually. So here we go. US Postal Service tops list again as America's favorite federal government agency. Who doesn't love the Postal Service? I know I love the Postal Service. So anyway, they did a survey and that's the favorite federal agency. Everybody loves to get stuff. Of course, with the Post Office being forced to fund their pension 75 into the future 75 years into the future, basically stating that they have to fund for people who don't even work there yet, uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but hey, it is what it is. And I don't know. William Zollers recently got nominated to the board of directors of of the Postal Service, and he's not, you know, I'm not a big fan of that guy. He uh, was CEO of Yellow at the time that Yellow bought Roadway, and which, which included Reimer and New Pen and a bunch of other stuff. And then he also bought US. USF Corporation. He basically ran them all into the ground. So I hope he does a little bit better job with the Postal Service because his track record is not too good. Uh, Oh, yeah. He also worked for Kodak. Ooh. That's the guy who went in charge of the Postal Service. The guy who helped kill Kodak and, and uh, Yellow Roadway you know, USF Corporation. Whew, way to go, way to go. Another another winning pick. Well, here we are, back to the COVID. New Jersey just declared that if you want to go in any businesses or truck stops or grocery stores or warehouse facilities, you gotta wear a face mask. It can be a bandana, it could be an actual mask, of could be anything. This uh, is a bill passed by the governor. It's going to be in effect until further notice, so wear your face mask. Southern California, San Bernardino County, if you're not wearing a face mask, you can be uh, 90 days in jail or a $1,000 fine. They haven't started enforcing it yet, but it's on the books. I imagine if things get worse out there, they're going to get you, so keep that in mind while you're out in these areas. So just get a bandana if that's all you got. All right, let's get moving on. Okay, we got an update to the Utah uh declaration the travel declaration for Utah state basically what that was is that as you went into the state of Utah through the emergency response network you were going to get a text message on your phone that you had to fill out stating your travel and what you were doing and all that kind of stuff so basically what it came down to is there was a big backlash from the trucking industry so the Utah governor uh exempted truckers, commercial airline workers, law enforcement, members of the U.S. military, and first responders from requirements to fill out the travel declaration. Now, for all others, there was never any fine or any, you know, backlash for not doing it. Maybe there will be in the future. We'll have to see, but that's that. Uh, you're now exempt as a truck driver. You do not need to fill that out. Alright, this is a big one. You probably heard this. We're back to the COVID stuff. Uh, I try to stay away from it, but what are you going to do? All right, here we go. Smithfield, one of the largest pork producers in the U.S., shuttered a plant indefinitely after hundreds of workers tested positive for COVID-19. On April 12, Smithfield Foods, Incorporated announced that the Sioux Falls, South Dakota plant was closed until further notice due to coronavirus outbreak among workers. Smithfield Foods said that this plant normally delivers 4 to 5% of the U.S. pork pr- production. More than 200 COVID-19 cases have been traced to the plant. In a written statement, Kenneth M. Sullivan, president and chief executive officer for Smithfield, warns that the COVID nineteen crisis could be pushing the U.S. toward a meat shortage. So basically, what it comes down to is this plant's going to be closed for a little while. They got thirty-seven hundred workers working there. Uh, you know, they've had tons of them have you know come up positive. So they got to shut the place down. They got to decontaminate the plant, and they're going to be closed until they do it. Who knows how long that's going to take? The place is huge. It's probably going to happen to more and more places across the country as we go along. So don't be surprised when it does. So if there's something you really need and you can't live without, maybe stock up on it a little bit. It's not hoarding if you really need it. Medicines, uh, whatever. Whatever it is you need. You're a diabetic. You need foods without sugar. You know, Load up on that stuff if you can because you may not be able to get it later on. All right, let's get moving on. All right, the Missouri State Patrol has thanked two truck drivers who used their vehicles to stop them, you know, to shield a car from gunfire earlier this week. This is this is weird. All right. The shooting incident was reported to police at 3.30 p.m. on April 7th in Montgomery County, Missouri. Troopers say that two passenger vehicles were traveling eastbound on I-70 at mile marker 175 when one motorist opened fire on the other, disabling the vehicle and causing it to come to a stop in the intersection. All right, there was three occupants inside the disabled vehicle. Nobody was hurt. Troopers learned that the victim's vehicle came to a stop. Two tractor-trailer drivers parked their trucks around the van to shield it from additional gunfire. This must have been insane to see. All right, the suspect fled west on I-70 after the shooting. Police were able to locate and arrest the suspected shooter, who was later identified as 28-year-old Chad Michael Kennedy in Boone County, Missouri. You know, why do these weird guys always have, you know, they always say their middle names. I don't get it. But anyway, Kennedy later told police that he believed that there was something suspicious about the vehicle he opened fire on and that he could not allow the vehicle to leave the state of Missouri. Kennedy Kennedy reportedly attempted to pull over the vehicle, then displayed a weapon to the vehicle's occupants and finally fired multiple rounds at the vehicle. Kennedy has been charged with three counts of assault. Uh, first degree and one count of armed criminal action and six counts of unlawful use of a weapon. He is being held without bail. In a tweet about the shooting incident, uh, Missouri Highway Patrol stated, Special thanks to the remarkable truck drivers who shielded the victim after this incident. You know, who the hell does that? You know what? <laughs> I think there's something strange here. Let me open up on these people who we're going down the interstate. You know, if you see something strange, call 911. Don't be don't be trying to do this stuff on your own. All right, let's get moving on. All right, here's something we reported on earlier, a couple episodes ago, and here's what it comes down to in New Jersey. A driver was going underneath an overpass in the turnpike, and he got a center block thrown through his windshield. Well, guess what? They busted the, the guys, and it was two 16-year-olds and a 17-year-old. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would anybody do that? I don't know. So, I don't get it. Uh, The first driver suffered injuries to his face and eyes from the broken glass. It was taken to the hospital. The driver of the second truck, there was two trucks involved. He didn't get hit. You know, just busted up his truck a little bit. Uh, After a two-week investigation, police were able to identify a pickup truck spotted on the overpass. With the help of the Kearney's police department, the owner of the truck and two other teens were identified. Good. I'm glad you got busted. All right. Too bad they're underage. Who knows what'll happen, and then uh, oh yeah, it's not Kearney, I, sh- I should say, you know, one of my first loads was to Kearney. Carney, New Jersey, Kearney. They ca- I guess they call it Kearney. and I was, and I kept saying I'm looking for Carney. I can't figure out how to get into this place, and all the locals acted like they had no idea what I was talking about. Well, they say Kearney, it's not Kearney, it's Kearney. Well, oh, very frustrating. I think they all knew exactly what I was talking about. They were just playing some kind of weird New Jersey game. Hey, let's pretend like we never heard of this town because somebody can't pronounce it because we don't know how to pronounce the name of our own town. Oh, lovely. Well, another one of those exciting truck driver adventures. You know, there's too many of those. Anyway, let's get moving on to the next story. It's probably the COVID, but let's see if we can find something else. All right, Georgia. Way to go, Georgia. Georgia steps up to the plate. You know, if you park at the state scales in Georgia, they're not gonna mess with you. All right, Indiana, Virginia, and Missouri are also allowing semi truck parking at scales. Arizona reopened two rest areas. That's uh, one south of the, you know, they're one south of the, the uh, Flagstaff on the I-17. I've never been in that one, and then the one that's uh, just west of Flagstaff on the I-40. Now I haven't been in that one in years. It's been a while. But it used to be a nice rest area. It was a nice, wooded one. So I'm glad they reopened that one. You know, it was just it was a good place because you know if uh, Flagstaff got was badly snowed or chained or whatever, it was a good place to stop. So anyway, things are opening up for us. We will get through this. We really will. Of course, we're gonna have to adapt. So let's get moving on. Oh, the gifts that keep on giving. Crst long known for. Well, nothing good that I can think of. Anyway, one of their drivers in a 2017 uh, Freightliner fell asleep and drove into the North Platte River. He drove right off the road and into the North Platte River. It's uh, unbelievable. Google CRST truck in North Platte River, and you'll see what I'm talking about. The truck's all the way up to the up to the trailer. It's it's you know call, you know call your company and explain that one. Oh, my goodness. What a nightmare. <laughs> how do you do that? Why would you do that? You know, uh, I guess, they you know, they they did their best, and they, I don't know. What an idiot. You know, how would you like to be the guy who's, you know, you're, you're probably a team truck. You wake up, and it's like, uh, hey, man, uh, that was a rough ride there, dude. You got to calm down. Oh, sorry, man. Oh, 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 by the way, we're in the river. You know how do you you know how do you explain that one? That would be so embarrassing. We're in the river. You know whether you're in the sleeper or you're driving that particular set. Oh my god! Try to explain that one. Anyway, he's in a, he's got a 53 foot trailer and and of course the CRST symbol is you know, extreme. you know I'm sure they love the fact they put their name on that trailer. It's pretty obvious what what uh, which company it is. So <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, neither one of them was hurt. So it's I can laugh about. it. If they were hurt, I wouldn't be laughing. But Still, I surprised the thing didn't start floating away, so who knows what they had? Hopefully it wasn't anything dangerous. Oh my goodness, that happened on Interstate 80 around the 29 mile marker is decent Sinclair. uh sometimes you just gotta shake your head drivers stop doing stuff like that or or maybe do some more stuff like that so I got something to talk about that isn't the coronavirus. All right, let's get moving on. All right, that's it for most of the news. Now for the commentary. I'll give you some updates. I talked to Copyman yesterday. He's just got a really bad sore throat. He's pretty sure he's had the COVID, but I think maybe he might have just had a sore throat. Who knows? But since he can't get tested, nobody knows. He doesn't know if he's had it or not positively. and You know, maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. Who knows? It'd be a lot better if he could get tested and life was a little easier that way. and Everybody would know for sure, but that's just the way it is. As for the local drivers, well, here's what's going on. Local drivers are showing up to businesses and businesses are saying call and we'll arrange where you got to sign some form to get in saying you haven't had any issues, or you don't have a fever, or things like that. And so local drivers are starting to feel a little off put, like second class citizens. Well, drivers don't feel that way. People are just scared. They're just scared. That's all. And they want to try to protect their workers. If they didn't do it, then somebody would be upset there or, you know, that they're not doing enough. So just deal with it. You want to pick up the freight, you know, just let them know. Let these people reassure them. It's not that big a deal. It's not like it's some kind of draconian measure. It's just people being scared and want to protect themselves. Everybody's nervous about this COVID thing. You know, it's going to go away sooner or later, hopefully sooner. But we will deal with this. And we're going to need freight to move. And the only way freight's going to move is if people are willing to ship freight. And the only way they're going to be able to ship things is if we reassure them that we're okay. And if they need me to sign a piece of paper saying I'm not sick, I think I can handle that. Because you're not saying you're not sick. You're just saying you don't think you're sick. Because who would know? Because there's no testing. So that's what's going on there. Uh, Nothing else as far as I know. Uh, Just going to be another week of trucking. Now as far as I go... You know, you got to keep, you know, try to keep an eye on things. Truck stops are open for the most part. Uh, for myself, I found Love's truck stops to be the cleanest. I don't get paid by these guys. I just find that they're the cleanest outfit on the road. Uh, they're cleaning their bathrooms. I was talking to one of the attendants. They clean their bathrooms every half hour, and the kid was in there scrubbing away. And when you get there, this is what I like about the place. You may see the, you may see the, the new kid in there cleaning the bathroom. You might see the manager. You might even see a district manager in there cleaning the bathroom. So the new kid can't bitch about cleaning the bathroom if his manager is more than willing to go in there and dote himself. I like that I like that attitude leadership from the top. you know you know don't uh, you know lead by example, you know that kind of thing. I love it. I think that's fantastic. As for food, um, well, you go to the truck stops, you want to heat up your own food, you're going to have an issue. you got to ask them to do it for you. It's kind of a pain in the ass because it's behind all their thing. Like, they'll give you cups. They're not doing refillables, but you can dump it in your refillable container. I don't like to use the refillable contain- their containers because the stupid styrofoam cups are weak, and they tend to break. At least they were breaking on me. So what I like to do is I just fill up my own container from their cup and then toss the cup. Uh, but they're doing the best they can. What are you going to do? That being said... You know, we will get through this. I always say that, but it's true. We will get to through this, and this shall pass. Previous generations were were taught. You know, they had to go to war. They had to do all kinds of other things. What are we asked to do? We are asked to stay at home and, for us drivers, deliver the freight. That's all we got to do: deliver the freight. Now, on top of the, you know, this is what I'm getting at. I use this is my shameless endorsement segment. Um, In the show notes, you'll see a link to the Hot Hot Logic website. Use the coupon code KINGFISH and you'll get a discount on a Hot Logic stove. Now, what I do is I prepare my meals at the house before I leave the house. And then I cook my food in the Hot Logic. Uh, If you go to the Hot Logic Facebook page, there's all kinds of recipes, people sharing tips, things like that. And I really love the thing. Recently, Hot Logic gave a thousand of these things away at the Iowa 80 truck stop. Which I that was kind of funny because people were like oh you know how do i get one how do i get one well the problem is, is if you're not at the highway 80 truck stop the day they were given away they were probably gone within minutes because they got so much traffic going through that place but the Hot logic stove is perfect for me i've been using it for a while i use it to heat up food it doesn't overheat any doesn't overcook anything i should say i just set it up cook it now they have got a 12 volt version and a 110 version uh, 12 things are a little tricky, so I went with the 110 version. I just plug it in my inverter, and that's how I cook the thing. I just throw a pre-prepared thing in there. Boom, two, three hours later, it's ready. It takes forever to cook, but hey, it's perfect. And I don't really want to eat when I first get up anyway, so I start cooking when I get up. And then I can eat whatever I want. So anyway, you'll, you'll see the website in the show notes, and also you'll see the uh, coupon code Kingfish. Yeah, that's my that's my shameless endorsement, the hot logic. But it's great because you don't have to use a microwave. And if you don't have to use a microwave, you don't have to be around other people's germs. or You don't have to stand there, which most microwaves you can't even get to right now anyway because they're behind the barriers where they keep the soda refillable stuff. So that being said, be kind to the customers. Deliver your freight. Reassure them. Let them know, hey, it's okay. You're not sick. You're going to deliver the freight. People are nervous. We need people to ship things. We need people to move things. That's how this country works. If they don't ship, we can't shake. And I like to shake. So, that being said, as a lot of other things, uh, have a great day. Keep on trucking. Stay out of trouble. Cover your face. Don't get sick. Please don't get sick. And hopefully this will be over sooner than later. But I think it's going to be around for a while, so be prepared. All right. Kingfish out.